next Let's Talk from the Book of Acts. Today we have a sad story of suffering and the death of Stephen, one of the first deacons appointed by the apostles. Stephen was a zealous follower of Jesus who would never compromise the truth. Sometimes being in the presence of God is worth the price of suffering. John Wesley, noted evangelist, was an English cleric, theologian and evangelist who was a leader of the revival movement within the Church of England known as Methodism. He was riding along a road one day when it dawned on him that for three whole days he hadn't passed. He was riding along a road one day when it dawned on him that the three whole, for three whole days had passed in which he had suffered no persecution because of his preaching. Not a single brick or egg had, egg, not a single brick or egg had been thrown at him for three days. Alarmed, he stopped his horse and said, "Can it be that I have sinned and I am backslidden?" He got down on his knees and began interceding with God to show him where, if any, there had been a sin that he had committed. A rough fellow nearby had heard Wesley's prayer and picked up a brick and tossed it over at him. It missed its mark, whereupon Wesley leaped to his feet and joyfully said, Thank God, it's all right. I still have his presence. I think Stephen in our story felt the same way as did Wesley. The problem in Acts chapter 6 was the distribution of food to the needy. The apostles got together and decided to get some help with this problem so that they could focus on prayer and the ministry of the word. This is from Acts chapter 6. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit. Now Stephen, a man full of God, full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, from members of the synagogue of the freedmen, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia, who began to argue with Stephen. But they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. So they stirred up the people and the elders and the teachers of the law. They seized Stephen and brought him before the Sanhedrin. They produced false witnesses who testified, this fellow never stopped speaking against the holy place and against the law. You stiff-necked people, your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised. You are just like your ancestors. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet in, in, in your ancestors that you did not persecute? When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gashed their teeth at him. At this, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid the, their coats and feet at the feet of a young man named Saul. What do we learn about Stephen in this story? First of all, we learn that he was a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit. In verse 6, it says he was a man of faith in the Holy Spirit. It would be good if people said that about us. Secondly, a man, Stephen was a man of God's grace and power. He had God's, he had God's anointing on his life. Three, he performed great wonders and signs amongst the people in verse 9. This is a byproduct of number two, which said he's a man full of grace and power. Number four, they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. Number five, his face was like the face of an angel. Number six, he was extremely bold in his witness. Number seven, he was falsely accused about his presentation. Based on all of this, you would think that nothing or no one could touch Stephen because he's such a, such a special man of God but he paid the ultimate price for serving the Lord. Serving the Lord may actually bring suffering on you as, you confronted, as you're confronted by the world, the flesh, and the devil. What do we learn from the life of Stephen? Number one, we learn what doing what is right is not automatically a safe experience. Men and women of God will suffer. Number two, Christians in general will suffer. We're not automatically protected, protected from false accusations. Number three, People will oppose our message. It is the message that they are against, not the person.
Number four, you are not protected from suffering, even if you are following God and His will. Number five, for many Christians worldwide, it costs them their lives to continue to witness for Christ. Number six, God has greater purpose if we are called upon to suffer. When Stephen was martyred, it says, Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of the young man named Saul. Saul never forgot this experience, and it changed his life. Number seven, a martyr can expect a special experience from the Lord. Stephen said, look, he said, I see heaven open and and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Jesus is 100% with the persecuted. If the church in America goes through a period of suffering, rest assured that God has plans for these difficult days. Nothing catches our God by surprise. Historically, God has used suffering to advance the church, and he will do it again. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the ministry of suffering in our lives, and we pray that you will use that to advance the kingdom and advance our spirituality and help us to glorify you in all that we do and say and experience in Jesus' name. Amen.